Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Bike Podcast with Raven and Marie. I'm Raven. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Marie. And you are listening to, watching to, whatever one you're on. You're watching um, episode 15. This is episode 15. Wow, we've got way done 15 episodes heck yeah. yes we are on a roll we've got quite the episode for you guys it is going to be exciting we are going to be diving into some conspiracy theories within the twilight realm and boy do y'all have some theories yeah um i guess one's little conspiracy theory and a dedication to this episode is the cullen house rip in pieces the rest of me um <laughs> There's lots of conspiracies. Uh, I, I guess it's not really a conspiracy d- regarding why they um, decided to put up a uh, no trespassing oh. sign at the end of their street. So it's not yeah. at the end of their driveway. It's at the end of their street. Yeah. So you can't even turn onto the street um, that like leads to their house and I think another house that's there yeah. in the back. But um, the, lots of people have been uh, speculating the... I guess the reason behind them putting up the the cone, but I don't think it's that deep. I think it's just they they're fed up with it, you know. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't, who like don't know or not aware, so the Cullen House that they originally filmed in the movie Twilight two thousand eight, the house is in Portland and it is owned. It is private property. Um, I believe the head like design director of Nike lives there with his wife and and family like he has kids and family yeah so it's private property it is owned it's not like the swan house that is now an airbnb and over the years they were um tolerable to twilight fans coming up to just like in not not too close to their house where you can like just take a picture and all that they were they were okay with that they were tolerant of that but as the Twilight Renaissance has kicked off, a lot of fans have been going and getting a little too close to the property. And recently, well, well, when you're watching this, you'll be watching this Monday, but today's Sunday. Yesterday, it was revealed that they put a cone up before like you could even turn on. So you cannot go up to the house anymore and... A lot of fans are upset because, you know, they have always wanted to get a picture in front of the Cullen house. I'm in the dividing factor where I can understand where, like, yes, that is their property. They have every right to do it. But also as a fan, I'm like, oh, man, I've always wanted to take a picture in front of the house. So, Oh, yeah, 100%. I yeah. think that, um, I mean, we, we don't know. It could be temporary. It could be, you know, uh, I know, like, Cherish had mentioned possibly, like, they're away and they just don't feel comfortable with people like turning onto their street. Um, I've um, I've I've seen. I, I think in the Renaissance, I saw lots of people go to the house like make videos about it. But most of the videos that I saw were pretty respectful. They stayed like you know at the end of the driveway. Um, there was the one video where I was like, well, they think they crossed the line a little bit because she went a little bit past the driveway like ending. Um, and like put her foot on a rock and I was like, okay, that's a little, that's a little much. Yeah. And then I think I had saw two videos where people, I, I, um, where two people like drove onto their driveway and then had to like back up into their parking spots to like get out. But those people in the video didn't seem like they're part, they're like, they're not twi talkers. They're not, um, people who create twilight content. They're just people who were like, 
oh, I loved them when I was, like, in high school. And, like, I heard, I, like, lived 10 minutes away from them or whatever the case might be. So, I think it was just, because I think most, most people in the fandom, I think, know where to, like, park so that you're not, like, disrupting, like, natural traffic. And I think it might have been one of those situations where they were like, oh, like, I don't know where to go from here. So they turned into their driveway, which is like, you know, don't turn into people's driveway. But I've had people drive into my driveway because they missed the turn and they had to, like, back out. Oh, all the time. I live right. uh, I live right off of like it's not um, it's kind of a main street, but um, there's so many times where people come and like um, they'll just do like a U-turn right in front of our house. Like, right yeah. there. And it's pretty dangerous because there's, like, two houses. Like, it's, like, a street. There's, like, two people, like, two houses there. So, it's, like, oh, it's a little... Like, if someone was turning into my street and didn't see the car doing the U-turn, there would probably be an accident. But, oh, um... God, yeah. But, um, only time will tell to see how, like, permanent it gets. I think that, obviously, they have money. They, they own this amazing, elaborate house. Um, yeah. And so I think if they, um, if they were seeking like a permanent um, ways to keep people out, I think they would have put a gate up, or yeah. they would put a gate up, or eventually put a gate up, um, which is something. I mean, that's what they're owed. Like that's their due. Due. Yeah. You know, that's what they're due. If they if they it's feel their, like that, it's their house. <laughs> it's their house. So we can. Yeah. We could. I think there's like if you pass by it, you can still like. If they end up putting a gate where they put the cone, if you were to pass by it, you would still be able to see, like, the top of it. You wouldn't be able yeah. to, like, go take a picture right in front of the house, but that's You their can house. still see it yeah. from afar. Like, it, it is, like, on a steep. Like, it's on a hill, kind of. So, you can, like, see past the tree line, I think. If you pass it, you can see the top of it. Yeah. And I, I think, yeah. also, we, we I mean, because they're not the only people on that street. There's another house, so... I mean, who knows how many times that those neighbors also have people going into people their can, yeah. driveway or, you know, because there's a, it's a, it's a street and then there's a dead end after that second house. And so, yeah. um, you know, how many times that people drive out to the dead end, but then have to like back up into the driveway to like do turn around and all that stuff. So I imagine that both of the owners of the houses are probably a little like, over at this point i think there just needs to be a period of time for like cool down and and also like it's a pretty scary time to even be going to other people's houses who you don't know and um we are in a pandemic but i do know people um i think i've seen one person on instagram who had a negative experience with i don't even know if they're the owners of that house um, where they were like blocking the drive, like a like a the driveway, and they asked him to move the car, and so and she thought it was rude that they they were just like standing there, and I don't know if they were the owners of the house, if they the, if they were the owners of the other house, um, but I do want to say that most people that I've seen on TikTok, uh, there's this one girl, she did a dance in front of it with another person, and she, the, I think the owner popped out from the top. And yeah, that, I saw that TikTok. I looked in the comments and she said that the owner head came out and was like, that was a pretty good, like, the lady was like, that was a pretty good dance. And I've seen a lot of dances recently, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that one because then it, like, zoomed in on the lady. She and she's, like, like peering down, like. She was, like, like or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I saw that one. I thought that was funny. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it definitely, it, there's a range. It could be, like, yeah, they are away. I mean, they are, like, the owner is a businessman. He probably had a business trip and, or, like, the whole family went somewhere and they didn't want people coming up, like you said. Yeah, I um, think, I think, um, I mean, I obviously can't speak from personal experience because I don't own a house yeah. that, like, gets visited hundreds of times a year. Yeah. But if I if I were in their situation, I understand where they're coming from. Like, if I was away from my house, like, like I don't have anyone staying in it, my wife or, my, you know, my kids, anyone, I wouldn't want people to just be able to drive up. Because that's when you get to the point of being like, there's no cars in the driveway. Oh, my goodness, yeah. no one's home. And then that's, you can peer in. Yeah, so that's when you, that's when you get dangerous. I get what, I get where, so... If you go to the Cullen house or uh, or anything, um, and there's the cone there, don't try to like go past it. Yeah. Um, be respectful. Be respectful. And if they in in the future if they end up moving the cone, and you're you're allowed to walk up to their house, don't go past the driveway line. It's a very clear distinction from the street and their driveway line, like. There's, like, a part where yeah. it's clear where the driveway ends. Yeah, like, the slab ends. Yeah. And, and they have, like, a little they have like a little tiny sign past, a little bit past the driveway that says, like, no trespassing. So they let you go up to, like, a, a small point so that you can go up, take your yeah. picture, and skedaddle. Don't sit there yeah. and hang out. Don't wait for people to come out. Yeah. I know we all want to meet the Cullens, but they're not living there they're not the Cullens they're not and they're I mean I did Cullens. and I did see that um I think it was 2018 for the 10 year anniversary of Twilight being released they let um like the owners I think were in I think the owners were actually in the video too because Catherine Hardwick and Jackson Rathbone came and they did like a tour yeah, and yeah. um they were like the owners I believe were in it too so they are aware how recognizable their house is and how like, how much love the fandom has for their house. They are aware of it. So I think it is just, you know, our place to respect their decision. Don't go up to the house. And, yeah. yeah. Don't, like, don't go past. Well, right now you can't turn onto their street. So yeah. don't go if the cone is there. But if they end up moving the cone, like, the cone's not there. Um, and you can, you're allowed to walk up. Just don't go past their driveway. Don't go into their driveway don't don't put your foot on a rock yeah don't, don't be disrespectful of their person their space and their you know their stuff yeah um but yeah so let today we're talking about conspiracy theories and i actually put did a poll on instagram and no one replied to it and i was like ugh, like not even our friends replied to it but i made it i was like i want <laughs> i didn't want it to be just Rees and i's conspiracy theories because i feel like we've talked about our conspiracy theories like several times throughout the past 15 yeah. episodes or or whatever so i wanted to kind of get um twilight fans conspiracy theory so i made a tiktok and i was like well hopefully i was like hoping that it blew up a little bit so that more people could see it so we could get a lot of traction to it um so and it kind of did. did yeah we and we gained a lot of followers on tiktok and or like a quite a few i want to say almost 100 followers oh yeah we were at like we were we were at I think three sixty, like and now we're at four sixty two, 
So thank you all to follow the um, TikTok. And if you are coming from the TikTok, Welcome. seeing that, because we're probably, we're most likely going to post a bit onto TikTok after we record this. Mm-hmm. So Welcome. We hope you enjoy. And if you hear your name or your theory, let us know in the comments or um, go to our, if you're listening on Spotify, head to our Instagram. Yeah. Um, Yeah, for sure. Because we want to, we post sometimes on TikTok, but um, it's hard to decipher like what of our podcast to put on TikTok. Um, So on Instagram, we mainly put like all of our updates about the podcast. Um, So if you want to like just stay in touch with us and like kind of like get updates when new episodes are coming out and all that instagram is a place to be for us but also we enjoy tiktok we are both twy talkers so we we started on tiktok yeah so we love we love tiktok um so we're gonna i want to go with our most liked comment then (laughs) from our dear friend gia uh, nostalgia. <laughs> Love her. Hey, queen. Which is a perfect name for a Twilight. Uh, I know she's not. She doesn't really post Twilight stuff. She posts uh, just like more vampire diaries thirst, and thirst trap videos. <laughs> but she's so good looking. She's so good looking. Yeah. Gia. Um, Gia Flanca. But nostalgia is like a hundred percent something that you get from Twilight. Like a hundred percent. Yes. And she is our top comment on the video. Congratulations. <laughs> and and she, I think she got the most replies to hers. I think so, too. Of people agreeing. So she, her um, theory was that Jacob was supposed to imprint on Bella, but because she was a shield, it didn't work out, so it transferred to Renesmee, which is something we've talked about, which is something yeah. mm, I think it would make a lot of things clearer and better. <laughs> it would make the love triangle Makes sense. Yes. Um, or why he felt so drawn to Bella. Yeah, I know. Because the, the fact have that. A theory that, like, he was attracted to Bella because he pre imprinted on one of her eggs because she was. That's, but that's weird. That's, that's weird. I, refi- I. That's the thing. I cannot get on that theory because if he is, attra- if he is attracted to Bella because she is destined to birth his soulmate why is he not attracted to edward too edward's the other half of that dna because once edward turned into a vampire he stopped producing sperm (laughs) he stopped producing his swimmers so he still had like renesmee's little half the half of renesmee was in edward too so he would have been in love with edward too Exactly. And so that's why I definitely, I like this theory and it makes sense. And Stephanie Meyer, if you happen to come across this, like, let us know what you think. Because it just makes a lot, it it, it it pieces together. I saw one of the comments on there that says, see, I like this, but there's plot holes as her shield's only mental. So her shield's mental, which, I mean, I don't know how would that... But is a shield I mean, not meant like not a mental thing? At least it's a meant. It's like to me, I think of Jacob's imprint on Bella as something like um, something similar to like like Jane's uh, power in a way. Like it's kind of like it, yeah, you know, it's not something that um, that like. 
Jane's power is not to physically make someone hurt. It's to mentally make someone think that they're in pain. So then yeah. they're like writhing in pain, right? Yeah, which is why, yeah, and that's why Bella Shield can counteract those attacks because it's meant, it's mental, it's like a mental um, thing. So, I mean, and plus, if we look at it, when Jacob imprints on um, Renesme, it's go, it's like through his mind. Like he looks at her, and then yeah. it's like his mind displays. So if she has a shield that is protecting her mind, that's not allowing any kind of penetration to that. Yeah, because then... I mean, we don't know if if imprint is inherently has to do with love or your heart. Yeah. You know, that's nothing that it's oh, it seemed to be always something that was mental because it's not reciprocated in the other person all the time. For example, is it Quill's uh, imprint, Claire? It's, yeah. Yeah, she is is two years old, so she's not going to reciprocate those feelings as a two-year-old because she doesn't, you know. So it's a hundred percent, I think, mental. Yeah, I am trying to find the illustrated guide. Where is it? Healing. There it is. Imprinting. And this is another thing why I kind of like, you know, have a little problem because the way it's worded in the illustrated guide, it means that imprinting can only happen on, um, on, it says some werewolves experience a bonding incident called imprinting in which they become unconditionally tied to a human of the opposite sex. And it's like me wanting Leah to maybe have a girlfriend. Yeah. It doesn't work. Oh, come on. Let, let her have a girlfriend. And then it says, um, it says there are several theories on why imprinting occurs. Some believe that imprinting ensures the passing on the werewolf dream. Others believe that imprinting happens to produce larger, stronger wolves in the next generation. The werewolves do not know the answer for certain. Um, let me see. If from the second he sees the object of his imprinting, he will do anything to please and protect her. All other commitments in his life become secondary, even his commitment to the pack. The relationship between the imprinting werewolf and the human imprinted upon is the one of total acceptance and support on the werewolf's part. No matter the age or living conditions of the human, the werewolf automatically becomes whatever the human wants him to be at the loss of his personal free will. If the human is young, the werewolf becomes the perfect platonic playmate and protector. As the human ages and changes, the werewolf instinctively switches roles to fulfill the human's needs. So, so it's not like the like they said. It's not inherently if the if the um, if the imprintee is young, it's not inherently about love, which is romance. yeah, romance. Because with uh, Paul and Sam. That seems to be what their like mo was when they got their when they imprinted. It was like we're, we're in love because they were old. Yeah, because yeah, they were older. They felt those like desires of love and um, affection. So with Jacob and Quill, it's they're going to be the platonic playmate and protector to their young imprints. And then if the romance comes about as the imprint becomes older, then that's up to the human. Yeah. 
that so exactly i think that um it's it's good it's up and it's up to the imprinting no matter what but okay yeah. So I think I think the we had talked about um, and one of our previous episodes that possibly um, I to me it's canon that Jacob was supposed to have been print on Renez. I know it's not uh, canon at all because Stephanie has not like came out and said it. Uh, but Stephanie, it's not too late. <laughs> wait, wait, what did you say that it's canon that what? that Jacob was meant to imprint on Bella. Gotcha. I thought you said Renesmee at first, and I was like, wait, 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 that is canon wait, already. I might have. I might have. <laughs> I think you, I think, I, yeah, that's why I had to ask you to redo it, because I think I heard you say Jacob was meant to print on Renesmee, and then I was like, wait, that's already, already canon. canon. No, <laughs> no I, I, uh, that is canon that I think he was supposed to imprint on Bella, but she's a shield, and so since Renesmee has, like, DNA from Bella, that that's why, uh, his imprint clung onto the next best thing, I guess you can say. Um, yeah. but I, I've always said that I don't really like the love triangle that we get in the Eclipse. I think it would have been, it's very like undermined, like last thought type of stuff. Cause to me, there was always a clear choice. It was always Edward. Um, it was Edward from the beginning. Yeah. And we know this from Forever Dawn. Exactly. Because Forever Dawn was the actual, like, supposed sequel. They didn't like it. And in that, no character development from Jacob doesn't become too close of a friend that any attraction to him would occur. Edward was clear choice. Yeah. And so I always thought that it would have been 100% better. And maybe Stephanie was just rushed. Maybe she didn't think about it. I don't know. But... The book writer in me, which I'm not a hundred, like, you know, I still need a little, like, Rhee and I, <laughs> I need Rhee's help a lot. But the book writer <laughs> in me would have been, like, when they when they were supposed to kiss in New Moon, right before Edward called, she lets her shield down unknowingly because she doesn't know she has a shield yet. And then yeah. they kiss after he says the, like, stay with me forever, whatever he says, and clearly, oh my gosh. Um... And then, so she lets her shield down. He imprints. Edward calls. All that happens. But the only thing is that they kissed. He imprinted. And then he, like, tells her that he imprinted. Or, like, you know, something happens, right? And then, like, um, she still decides to go save Edward. And, um, and then I feel like if that was the case, Jacob would have needed to go with her to Italy. (laughs) Oh yeah. Let her go by herself. Oh yeah. And where was it? Where was it? Because it said, um, yeah, it's against the law to kill a werewolf's imprint. It says such an act would be devastating not only to the wolf who suffered the loss, but to the entire pack. Well, that's with the death. So, granted. Say, um, like, say he Jacob did imprint, and then Bella goes to Italy without him to save Edward still, because she loves Edward, and then say it doesn't go how it was planned, and she, like, gets hurt, he would, like, debilitating, like, suffer, because yeah, of the and telepathic ability if, of the if pack. That she got hurt or something, because he would have blamed it on himself for, like, allowing her to go. But, and then instead of New Moon in Bella's perspective, we got New Moon in Jacob's perspective. Oh, my 
yo, that is just so juicy. That's Come like, on. oh my, and then, and then we see when, when she gets back or, you know, or not new moon and we get eclipsed in Jacob's not new moon. Cause we already get new moon. But we already have New Moon, because um, that's, like, after the fact. But we get Eclipse in Jacob's perspective. And then we can actually see, like, a love triangle. Like, I grew up on, like, telenovelas and, like, those dramatic, like, soap oh, operas. I watch soap operas with my mom. Give me the and... drama. Like, give me the, the, the tea where, like, she actually feels conflicted to either go with the person who imprinted on her or the person who, like, almost killed himself uh, because... He thought that she was dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And it just reminds me, like, Hunger Games, because Hunger Games is the kind of similar where there's a love triangle that wasn't even supposed to be a love triangle. Because, like... Very and then it was, like, you know, PETA. Hunger Games, too. Yeah, because... And that was another thing. It's the publishers. Publishers need to not push their authors who is writing their own story to do things mm-hmm. because then it's not going to be executed the way they want. If they wanted a love triangle, they would have put one. Yeah. And that was the same thing that happened in Hunger Games. Suzanne Collins did not want a love triangle, which is why, like, it's very subtle and you don't see a lot of, like, a romance triangle between Katniss, Gale, and Peta, because it, which is similar to Edward Jacob Bella because of the fact that she didn't want a love triangle. That's, she wasn't even going to make a romance, in, I believe. In, the in our book when we were like going over like the details and I have that like that one character that's in love with the other yeah. character but she's made it very clear like because she's with his cousin right so like she's like yes! uh, no and no chance. no chance at all and but but it's very clear like that there's not gonna be a love triangle like from from the yeah. beginning you know like very very clear. Now, if people want to make their own ships and feel like, you know, their head cannons, go for it. Yeah. But it's like... We're inclusive of all ideas and thoughts. So if you think that, then that's... Hell. <laughs> and like, hell, I, I, I've read plenty of fanfiction headcanons. I've even wrote headcanons and fanfiction. <laughs> so I am not one to judge when people want to make, you know, ships and other things out of canon. Heck, I freaking ship Bella and Alice oh, together. Yeah, <laughs> Let them kiss. Let them kiss. <laughs> so the next conspiracy theory is from At the Newest Moon. Love her. Oh, love Bestie. her. <laughs> um, so, her conspiracy theory was that Charlie knew about vampires and werewolves the whole time and considered it part of his job to know everything going on in town but just didn't think it was important to bring up. I like this one. I like this one. Because, ch- ch- okay, Charlie can be a little clueless. Yeah. But I definitely think he knows, and especially because, come on, he's got a granddaughter who is shooting up in age in four months, and Bella, who he saw at her wedding. It's like he saw Bella at her wedding, and then he didn't see her for over a month, and she looks inhuman, she's cold, and she has this baby that very much resembles her. And then the baby grows. Baby grows. Very fast. Charlie. Charlie knew. I, you know, de- you know I, I like this one. He met her September, mm-hmm. right? A couple couple like days or weeks after Renesmee was born, whatever, right? And she looked yeah. like a nine-month-old baby. And then yeah. like literally no longer 
like right before like December it was Christmas because they were giving gifts out so from September to December she's like, like nine month old baby to like ten years old child <sighs> shout and out he to was Charlie completely Swan normal. he was like you've grown so much hug <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yo like come on come on you're gonna tell There's me that man no does not way. know what's going on and he's married. He well, he's not married, but he's in relations with Sue, who is an elder and is aware that her kids shipped into giant werewolves. That has to be something that she has. Like she has to tell him. Like he knows about Jacob, right? Oh yeah, he knows about Jacob. And, so, and Seth is still like going through his like puberty phase at the, when at this point. Also, if I have a lisp at some point, it's because I have my retainers on, so I'm so sorry. I'm, like, <laughs> lisping over here. I'm so sorry. Um, I can take them out. Hold on. Gross. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm just trying to have straight teeth, okay? Hey, <laughs> I don't blame you. I had braces for two years, didn't wear my retainers, and my teeth have shifted, so I need to get... Yeah, I'm doing Smile Direct Club. Retainers. So far, they've been pretty good. I only have a I need little that. bit longer to go. But, um, so, if Seth, we already know that, um, Sam, who is probably someone who's, like, in the saga, he's, he's the leader of the pack, so he, and he's, from what we've seen, he's very calm, cool, collected, but we do know that he had a moment of heated passion, turned into, phased into a werewolf, and then cut, uh, Emily. So, Sue has to tell Charlie, by the way... Like, you know about Jacob? Well, Seth is that too. Because what if one day Charlie's like, go clean your room, and Seth gets mad and, like, phases into a wolf <laughs> right in front of him? Yeah. Like, she has to tell him that. Like, that's not something that you keep away from your partner. So I feel like Sue, like, just low-key was like, hey, by the way, um, I just want to let you know that this is going on. He's like, there are strange things happening in Forks, Washington. We must know. And now, since we're on the topic of Charlie, there was another one that um, user at Persephone's Dino, which, love that. Love that uh, username. Um, said, a future theory is that Charlie has a baby with Sue and finally gets to be a part of Bella's world because the baby will turn into a wolf. <gasps> yes, I... That's a good one. That. I really like that because I like that one. Like, I don't know. Maybe they would start including Charlie in um, in these like um, meetings that they do because his child is now part of it. Um, and you know, they yeah. said that they don't allow outsiders in these meetings, but they let Bella. But then it's like when if they were to have a baby, like that's part of like that baby would be a part of that world. And while we're on that topic, we, after reading Midnight Sun and dissecting it, there is a theory that Charlie might have, like, partial shield to him, which passed on to Bella. So what if him and Sue's baby also has some kind of, like, shield pa- power? Mm-hmm. Which, would be, which would be interesting because, you know, the wolves telepathically think, and if they're a shield, mm-hmm. how... Th- that would be, that would be so good. <laughs> Yo. That would be so good. 
And so they would have to let him in at, at these meetings. And then I feel like Billy would pull some shit again, like like the whole like story about the the cold ones. He would like say that story again, <laughs> and he would just like be talking about. It. He would look at Charlie, the cold ones, and Charlie would be there, like <gasps> like his whole world. Hard. <laughs> He'd be like, your daughter. He'd be like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. At newest, at the newest moon, your theory. I love 10 that out of 10. One, yeah. We agree. So now we go on to, is it Paloms Loans? I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah. They say, Palo- they said, um. Slums. <laughs> Palom, Paloms Loans. I tried, I clicked on the profile, profile to, like, make sure I, like, in case they had their name there, and it was the same Palums Loams. We're so sorry. So Esme is the most pronouncing that wrong. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Esme is the most powerful vampire. When others meet her, they all gush about how it is difficult to not love her. Maybe that's her power. Others love her and feel they need to protect her. I hope that makes sense. That totally, totally makes sense because yeah. if her power, if because so it says that she's been able to passionately love, and we and if every vampire who we've met has said, like, good things about Esme and feel drawn to her and how, you know, she... And also they want to protect her because in the books, she doesn't fight. They show her in the movies fighting, but she doesn't fight in the books because she's not... Like, she's canonically not the best fighter. So if she has this power to influence people that makes them want to protect her and love her so she's not seen as a threat, Mm. it actually... It's a very I like, like that yes, because that... In, I know in the book she doesn't fight. In the movie we see her fight, right? Because she's a total bad bitch for fighting, right? Um, but I am. I could just imagine, like in the book, like they're having these fights and she's just in the back, and like maybe they like run past. They don't even notice her. Like they like see her, but they're just like, how could I like want to fight this lady? Like she looks so sweet and yeah. I love her. They would feel. They would feel guilty to try and like fight her. So I like, totally, I totally get that, and I think that that is something that is really powerful. And also, we see how Edward has, like, in Midnight Sun, through Edward's point of view, we see how upset he gets when he disappoints Esme. He like he cannot bring himself to disappoint her, and when he has failed her, he's so guilty and upset yeah. about it. So. Esme, I like that. Esme is the most powerful. Yeah, and it's 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 not yeah. saying that like that being able to see, see the future or being able to like read minds is not powerful or control emotions, but I think that's a really power powerful personal power. That that's something yeah. to protect yourself because the mind reading is like he can use it to con- protect everyone. The um seeing the future that's one for everyone the controlling the emotions that's one for everyone and then ed jasper also being able to project this emotion like his project his powers to like shield people is uh that's to protect others but her power is just solely for herself which is probably you know like i don't want to you know like i i don't want to share my power yeah let me pull up esme where is she I love the draw, like the drawing of Ed. Where is that? There she is. I love the drawing of Esme in the illustrated guide. Oh, like, she's gorgeous. gorgeous. She looks so young. <laughs> Gosh, yes. And so let's see. It says, see her special ability. It says she does not possess a quantifiable supernatural ability, which you know, as we know, would be like reading minds, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um. 
talks about her history with Edward, no, I mean Carlisle, and then all that. She never lost her maternal instincts. Well, yeah, because she died, you know, pretty gruesomely yeah, after, after a stillbirth or her baby. Her her baby caught fever oh. and three days later um, passed. Yeah, so she died and, with the for her maternal instincts, you know? So, like, I can see why that yeah. never went away. Yeah, and it's... A, and also, I believe... Yeah. I, is it canon? I think it is canon because... So, we know that Esme... It says that, you know, Esme had um, gotten... She had married... She said that marriage was a mistake because she had married young. And um, the man... Um, what's his name? Evanson... Yeah, Charles Evanson was her husband, and he was not good to her. He abused her, and she, her parents rejected her plea for asylum. Also, it's around the time where, you know, they told her, be a good wife and keep quiet, yeah. because... And then, um, when he he left for the war, it was... And then when he came back, he, it was a nightmare for her, and then she escaped when she found out she was pregnant and I think it's actually canon that Edward after Edward had um after Esme was changed and came into you know him and Carlisle's little thing Edward hunted him hunted him down during his rebellion years like he hunted because Esme always said I don't know what happened to him but I think some or I think there was a conversation where Esme was like, I don't know what happened to whatever happened to him, but I think, you know, I think. So I think Esme suspects that Edward did do Period, something. Period, Edward. We love that. We stand that. <laughs> yeah. um, and I mean, that goes to show that her, like, if this, like, if you're, the theory about how she's more powerful, I mean, the fact that Edward would go that far to go seek out the man that um, abused her and killed yeah. him. We love that. Um, love that. So before we get into the more comments, I actually have, it. mine's not really a theory, but mine's more of like a question as to like what's going to happen because um, we know that the the next Rene, Jacob Renesmee book is set in like the five, or I think it's just a Renesmee book. I'm not sure if it's 100% Jacob Renesmee book, but it's 100% Renesmee POV. But... Um, that book is set to be five years after the big, like, war, the almost war, right? Um, so they, they're, maybe they're still in force, maybe they're not still in force, we're not 100% sure. But then it got me thinking, like, eventually they're going to have to leave forks. And then they're eventually going to make their way back. So what is the alias that Bella's going to go by? Because they're going to have to enroll back in school. So... Is she going to, because it, remember, they're all together. So it's like Edward, um, Jasper, and Rosalie are twins. And they're Hale, which is okay, which makes it okay for Alice and Emmett to be with them because they're not related. Because yeah. they're Cullen. And then Edward is Cullen. But then Bella cannot be Cullen She's because if they're together, she- that's weird. <laughs> And, and then you got to think, Renesmee is going to be, like, fully developed and, like, fully physically developed and probably going to school. So they're probably going to p- pass Bella and Renesmee off as sisters. 
And what if, I don't know, maybe they, maybe, you know, if they go somewhere, they probably will say continue using like swan. Mm -hmm. Like what if, um, they do Bella and Renez may swan, like their sisters. Yeah, that's super cool. Like if they were, if they played it off that they were sisters, they're swan, but then that might be too close of a connection to forks. To, to forks like if they were swan yeah. because um well because that's like super like oh yikes or like what oh, if, chief of police charlie swan or what if see i don't know maybe bella would take renee's maiden name oh, okay even though i don't like renee but i think I maybe like it, it would be interesting especially because rosalie well now she kind of likes bella right but they became um, friends. They're not like they became friends. She put aside her differences with her. Um, I think it'd be interesting if Bella was a Hale, and then Rosalie be, uh, or Renesme stayed a Cullen. That way, like Bella could date Edward Steele and like still still be known as a couple in school. Yeah. Oh my God. Bella would be like their cousin. Yeah. Because you know. They say, like, because Jasper and Rosalie passed off as twins. I mean, they could do um, simple, like, they're the, Bella's, like, the younger sister of them. And that um, she took on after a one parent's genes while they took on the other. Yeah. You know, or, or another theory is that, <laughs> that Emmett and Bella are being passed off as... Yes! <laughs> <As> twins. <laughs> like, or like brother and sister. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Give me the chaos twins. Oh my gosh, no. Listen, listen, listen. Emmett, Alice, Bella, they're triplets. <laughs> <gasps> yes! And then Edward can go with the, the blondies, the, the other colored hair, and he'll be a hail. <laughs> well, yeah, because he's redhead in the, he's a redhead in the books. They gave us some, oh my god. <laughs> it would make more sense if he went with them, If then if Bella went with them. And then Renesmee could also be Hale because she has like that like golden kind of hair. Yeah, she had like the reddish auburn. So Love it. Alice, Emmett, Bella, triplets. And then <laughs> Jasper and Rosalie still twins. And then Edward and Renesmee, brother and sister. Oh my god. I love that idea. Stephanie, Stephanie. We're helping you. We're helping you. Come on, let us. I have. I also have another theory that they, the Cullens, for as long as they've gone to Forks or Forks High School, they skip. They skip yearbook day, and uh, uh, Carlisle requests for their names not to be printed in the yearbooks, and like, cause when you go to school, you sign forms. uh, Parents sign forms that allow your students to get taken pictures of, and um. And all this other, like, all these other consent forms for, like, pictures and all these other things. But Carlisle opts out of that. He says, no, they cannot have their picture taken. That way, when they have yeah, to go back to Forks, sense. when they have to go back, they won't, you know, like, be looking through a yearbook and be like, hey, isn't you? that Edward? And he's sitting across from us over there. Oh, yeah, because they usually keep, I know some schools keep, like, a copy of the yearbooks, like, in their library mm-hmm. or, like, in their, um office for like safekeeping so you know oh you know what would be so juicy because you know how angela took a picture of bella that first day oh no and then (laughs) and so then it's like fast forward you know 
a hundred years, whatever, whatever, 30, you know, 40. all of the other people, like all the high school people are like either really, really, really old and like they have dementia or something, uh, or they're dead. And then they go into, um, they go their back and forks and like one of someone's scrolling through a yearbook or something and they see that picture Bella taken on the first day and she's like there in school. Oh God! It's like, um, this, something ain't right. Imagine here. if it was Jessica's like great great like great oh. grandchild or Jessica's grandchild, and so like Jessica like like they like what if she ended up like getting like people think that she's crazy because she's like I know who that lady is, and so that's why they think that she has like dementia or Alzheimer's because they're like uh nana like no (laughs) that's not that's not her but she's like no that's her so she like pulls out her yearbook and like goes to that picture that that'd be even crazy if just so happens the cullens they come back to forks during like a um high school reunion (laughs) like And then you have all these people back in town, and then Bella and Renesmee are, like, out shopping, and it just so happens that um, Angela or, like, Angela and Eric in their freaking 50s or 60s are, coming are like, just walking, like, wait a damn minute. Okay, but if, if the Renesmee book takes place five years in the future, that's the five years since they've graduated. Yeah. So, if so they had to have been gone. They have to leave. They have, I don't think they'll be there. And if they are, then maybe they're just, like, hiding out or something. Yeah. Five years is more passable to, like, still look pretty young. Like, yeah. But once you start getting past, like, Ten years. Five, yeah, all that and, stuff. Oh, my God. So let's talk about this. Five years is going to be the difference between the books. Because it's going to, I'm assuming it's going to leave off of the books and not the movie. So yeah. it's going to be technically the year 2012. <gasps> Renesmee better be a One Direction fan. <laughs> if she doesn't add 2012 references, because technically it's a book written in the few in the future, but in the in the past. She's gotta love Super Bass by Nicki Minaj. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna be Come a 2012 on. team. Like we need the, that. Like 2012, the Avengers came out. One Direction was at its prime. Nicki Minaj, Justin Bieber, um. What else? But can we also talk about how Emmett would probably be a One Directioner and just like singing like, you don't know you're beautiful. beautiful. Like just like jamming out. Oh, oh. she's got to have the silly bands. She's got, and. Oh, um, the I Heart Boobies uh, bracelets. Yes. And the like, do you remember? I don't know if it was popular. I know it was popular um, when I was in middle school. The like little robot jewelry. jewelry. It's like yeah, little. Yeah. Robots and they had like necklaces, earrings, rings. Well, I had a necklace and a ring. To be coming more to life at this point. Um, so, yes. Next comment by at Hazy Bella um, that Jacob didn't make it in time when Bella jumped off the cliff in New Moon, and the rest was just Bella in her personal heaven. Um, Lovely Bones. Who? I know that oh, that movie breaks me. Oh God, honestly. <laughs> Because she did have, like, she did get unconscious, like, she did become unconscious, and she, like, didn't she have, like, this weird, like, altar where she had, like, this faux memory, and then it was, like, she heard Jacob calling to her, and that's what pulled her out. 
So it would make sense. It would, yeah, it would make sense. Like maybe that she just imagined like Jacob calling her out, and she really just like drowned and died. Yeah, but that's like so dark. I that like that is. conspiracy Ooh. theory, but I know that just, breaks my heart. It does. Break um, my heart. The one, I don't know if um, it shows up on yours because I see that one comment and then I saw one above it by Lil Becky. It says that Rosalie is actually in love with Edward after all and jealous of Bella because of this. And then a lot of the comments responded to it saying, I would hate if SM did say this. I think Rose is badass and and to reduce her character and story to be jealous of Edward. Nah. So, I mean, I mean we see... It kind of happened. <laughs> it kind of happened. And we see that in Midnight Sun. So, it's like, also, we have to understand that Midnight Sun is Twilight. So, the events of New Moon, Eclipse, Breaking Dawn never happened yet. And so, I don't... I mean, I definitely do believe she was still jealous by, I think, Eclipse. Because I think even she said that she still was a little jealous that edward had desired bella and not her but i think by breaking dawn she was out of it like she were like i don't think that she is i think there maybe there was a point in the beginning when she got turned that maybe she would have like hoped or something you know maybe but i mean we can't even say that that's like certain because that's not what happened but they both just like they were both like uh no like they weren't really for each other you know you have to yeah. think about it. Like, if you get Rosalie, who, like, basically hates her existence um, because she just wants to, like, to be able to grow old and, like, have babies and, you know, you know be human. be human. And then you have Edward, who's, like, just also hates his existence. Doesn't want to, just wants to die. Doesn't even want to be human. He just, he just doesn't want to be alive. <laughs> oh, God, that's so horrible, <laughs> but Edward. it's true. But then and you put them together. That doesn't lead to a very happy relationship. And I think that that's why um, Emmett and Rosalie work out so well. Because Emmett is just, like, full of life. Like, takes whatever comes to him. Like, he, you know, he tried to fight a bear when he was a human. Like, you know, he, so he's just like a, like a come and get it type of guy and Rosalie's very so I think they balance each other out well and the same for Edward and Bella because Edward's very much like I have no purpose to live and Bella's like like I want to live forever with you like you're my purpose to live you know so they I think they balance each other out really well yeah I and agree. I don't think I don't think Rosalie and Edward would have been a good thing like they would have been a lot of like brooding and just unhappy brooding <laughs> depressed anger and I feel like yeah. they would have fought a lot as a couple because they do fight a lot as a sibling duo um and it is yeah. it is revealed in Midnight Sun because for the longest time Rosalie was not telling Edward like why um why uh she did not want him to be with Bella but then it was when Edward was playing composed Bella's lullaby in Midnight Sun where she dropped her little like her little thing and it was he revealed to him that it was because she just couldn't like fathom why he would like choose like there's nothing so special about Bella and like if he wouldn't go for Rosalie and she's just like gorgeous goddess like why did she go for Bella so there's yeah. like a hint of jealousy but I don't think it was inherently like I think it was more Rosalie. We know she's kind of vain, you know. She knows she's gorgeous, and so I think it was like part of her, like her vein coming in a little bit, and like yeah. just saying like I, he did, he didn't even like me, and I was like this gorgeous person, and there's this like regular ordinary girl, 
Yeah, and she, I like, even like she had said, I she said in Eclipse like. I don't love the, I don't love Edward. He's irritated me since the moment he spoke to me. So, <laughs> and um, she loves Emmett. Like they had like the love at first sight. So I think she has I can love understand. for Edward. She cares about Edward, but yeah, she's, in a brotherly she's very, way. She's very much like realistic about about you know about things, and and I think that she's the she's a person to put Edward in his place when he like does some dumb shit like he did in Midnight Sun. <laughs> Period. Um, yes. So then we have... Oh my goodness. Um, Buy one sexual slug. I so love it's that. Bisexual I guess slug, it is bisexual but it, slug. But it's B1 sexual slug. So, But love that. Yeah. Um, they said, in New Moon when Bella goes to the meadow, and I like this one, and it's ruined, but they think that it's because... Edward burned it because he didn't want her to go back and be reminded of him. And I love that. I love that too. And also because we see that he took all the pictures. He took the CD that he had made for her for her birthday. He took everything that would have reminded her of him and hid it. Well, she thought he took it all, but it turns out he freaking hid it. What an asshole. And, um... So this, I I like this theory, and I can definitely see. Um, of course, people, this can also be, like, debunked a bit because of the weather change yeah. and the grass does die and all that, but this would, like, this would just hit you in the heart. Like, it sounds like something Edward would do. I mean, he definitely went to great lengths, moved his entire family. Um, yeah. He did not... Um, you know, burn their house down because it's still their house. But um, yeah, I, I could totally see this happening where, you know, he just, if he just, I feel like I could see him also just him going and killing the grass himself for the, like, I don't know, like, <laughs> <laughs> just something like him being such a weirdo. But I think, I think another reason why they might have said he burned it was because she's, when she's walking through the forest, everything's green. Everything's still like in the forest. Everything was really green, and then she gets to the patch, and it's all dead. And but I think I really like that because it is a little bit of symbolism. To I mean, you know, Stephanie was throwing that in there. The movie, the movie people were also throwing that little symbolism because it's like, yeah, everything she knows about him is dead and gone. So that was like a symbolism for their love, like. So we love that. Yeah, because every time we see them in the meadow, it's full of life and it's gorgeous and then we see that and it's all dead and then we see it again like the and then we see the meadow again we don't see the meadow again until after um they get back together they get back together and it's full bloom and beautiful imagine yeah. if edward just had like had like he was like if he did burn it he felt so bad because you know edward's a freak about nature and bugs and all that so if he just like i know <laughs> yeah he just went with like he had like a bucket of seeds and he was just like speeding along the field like throwing <laughs> <laughs> he's like we we know he, he in his mind he knows the rain will come and fertilize and all this so all he has to do is just spread the seeds spread the seeds so he just like really fast like <laughs> This man is so dramatic, like, that the fact that it does not surprise me one bit that he would do that. But just so that it could be beautiful for her again. I know. What else? Oh, my gosh. Okay. This is one that we have def. Oh, wait, wait, wait. 
I'm lost. Are you looking at the Wayland Cactus? Oh, no, 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 hold on. I'm lost. Oh, no, yeah, the Wayland Cactus. Um, that eventually Renesmee would look for the other uh, uh, hybrid vampire, which is Nahuel, and possibly yeah. end up with him instead of Jacob, and that it's the ending that they want. And I totally agree. I, I agree. I agree because, yeah, and, but <gasps> the fact that he's half and she's half, there's, like, okay, so you... There's possibility well, let's put a let, let's make a punnet square, shall we? So we, <laughs> if we did square. here, I can here we go. So let's make a punnet square, and we'll do V, v and H. capital V capital yeah V and H. So vampire human make us thing all that. So, so V H V H. So there's a twenty five percent chance full vampire. There is a 50% chance for um, hybrids such as them, and then there's a 25% chance for full human. So, so this, wow. If they had four I just kids, lost my earbud. there's a possibility for them to be all different. And then we have to figure out, like, what would the Volturi do if they got they happened to get the 100% um, vampire? Because they already know what it would be like for the- if they had... A hybrid and human well that's gonna suck if they have a full human child because them themselves are immortal and then it's all like are they gonna turn their child eventually yeah like if they would have someone else turn their child because they're not venomous are they there he is he is she's not and with the what with the full vampire child it's like immortal children are illegal and the Volturi would destroy so it would all would happen that like what the behavior end up growing because it would it be different since exactly. it's like they're born and they're not turned you know god oh my god they Thank- have to keep that a secret god love that my um classes of biology prepared me yeah. for this moment <laughs> um and i i like this i think that i think it'd be really interesting if in the new book Maybe she, like, ran off, like, ran away from the Cullens and Jacob just to go find him and, like, just find out more about being hybrid. Like, he's had, you know, so many plus years on her, right? Um, And I can see where people would think that is weird because he's, like, old. But, and she's, like, you know, only been alive for so long. But you figure that... This is something that we talked about, that no matter what, even though that she's only been alive for five years, she's changing. Her, She's growing. That means her brain yeah. is changing also. So her mentality. her mentality. So even though she doesn't have, like, the life years, she still has, like, these human emotions that, like, an adult would have. So that's where yeah. you start getting to the tricky point. But um, I really like that, that conspiracy theory. I like that theory. Someone, the boy um, underscore on the underscore moon said that at some point Jacob would be turned into a vampire. Conspiracy theory. And I... I, mm, I don't know because... This he, is their... He can turn... He can stay... He can be immortal because Renesmee's immortal. Yeah. And this is considering, like, if their relationship does turn romantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... It, it is possible... It is possible because, say, like, you know, 
she's a vamp she's half vampire her parents are vampires um but then it's and then it's also like would they would he turn because the thing is is that if he turns he can't have he is there gonna be a possible that they can even have children Mm -hmm. because we see that edward had the possibility too but we don't know if maybe because he was once a wolf like how would the wolf gene yeah, it counteracts. That's the that. one thing. How would the how would the wolf gene counter to vampire venom? Yeah, and I wonder we see if a lot... he would. I I I really part of me wants to say that his wolf gene would try to fight it, and he would just end up dying. That's what I would think because we see that in a lot of like vampire werewolf um, media, where a, a werewolf or a wolf cannot. Like, if they're bitten by a vampire, it's, like, a death sentence. Yeah. Because it's, like, they're, and like... It's, like, fire, like, um, yeah. But then who knows? Because yeah. maybe since Jacob, if he, like, really pushed through it, like, maybe he could... Yeah. That is the interesting. Yeah. Um, so, Carl is, Carlisle is daddy. Carlisle is... Love that. Said, uh, that they made a video a while back when Alice showed Aro her vision of Bella in New Moon as a vampire in New Moon that she saw so much more than what the film showed, but she never showed it to Aro because of Renesme. And I actually I think we've mentioned this a little bit, but that uh, that Alice can control what to show. But yeah, I just don't know her- if she had developed her power at this point because we had a theory that she, when she left in Breaking Dawn, she had went to go learn more about um, hybrids. hybrids and in turn ended up learning how to control her power, which is why she was able yeah. to show Aro the... I she, Okay, I kind of think Alice is similar to, um, <laughs> to Doctor Strange. <laughs> <gasps> love that. Because love, like, love she that. can see infinite possibilities, but she can control... To show which one she can show to Aram. Yeah. So that I, would, I, I I think that this would be cool. I like that one. Um, Sailor Moon underscore sixty nine sixty nine. They say that Bella and Renee are descendants of Renata of the Volturi. Which we've talked about that, and I, I think that that's I, an interesting theory. Yes. Let me see. I got the trusty trusty illustrated guide let's go to the Volturi and let's see I don't think there's much on Renata um I don't even think she has like a um a mate I know Chelsea does and that's Afton um that's Victoria there's Riley that's Romanian coven Okay, they're probably, like, right after the Cullens. That's, I need to, there we are. Okay, Aro, them, them, Caius, Marcus, we love Alec, Chelsea, Dimitri, Felix, Heidi, Jane, Renata. So, um, she can shield herself and others, repelling physical attacks and confusing the attacker and making him forget his purpose. So, if she's a shield, I wouldn't say Renee would be a descendant. I would say Charlie, 
because Charlie. Charlie has partial shield, as we theorized. Now maybe Renee, um, but I would my I would say more sense with Charlie. Yeah, because we, um, we talked about that if Renee were to be turned into a vampire, her power would be something about projecting her own emotions onto people. Or something like that, because she's already kind of like that person. Like, she already kind of does that as, like, a normal human. Yeah. But I think Charlie and, and Renee. Or Charlie and Bella. Yeah. Yeah. And it says here, Renata was born into an unusual vampire-friendly family that has produced several vampires over the centuries, including many years after Renata, a nomad named McKenna. Um... Renata was changed by her great-uncle Luca with a few dozen greats added because they are a vampire-friendly family, so it's like they knew of vampires and produced more. So it's like their family would grow up, someone would turn them after they've had children, and then turn them. So it's very possible that maybe someone in her family, or even Renata herself, had a child. Yeah. Or that there was someone in the family that did not want to be vampires, so they fled, and then that's how we yeah. end up getting Charlie and then thus Bella. Yeah. Yeah, because it says that she was changed on her 20th birthday. So it doesn't say that she had, like, any romance, that she was married and had children. So I would say that she def like, I would like, this theory would definitely go if, like, a family member of Renata's had fled and escaped. I like that theory. Like it that. definitely, cool. and it'd be yeah, super cool so, if they ended up discovering, like, if Renesme ended up discovering that through her, you know, her journeys or her something, journey. and she ended up, you know, figuring out that Bella's great 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 grandma or grandpa ended up fleeing from yeah. Renata's family and then moved to see. Forks and then had kids and then. Wow, I like I really like that. Yeah. And she ha she has black hair, um, slight build. I mean Charlie Charlie had black hair, right? Mm-hmm. And then um yeah, Charlie had black hair, Renee had brownish hair. Which gave Re- Bella her like her, her like all, like reddish brown kind of um moosey brown as, yeah. as it says. So yeah, I definitely like that theory. It definitely um, yeah. I like that one, too. Um, okay. A perfect housewife said, I recently heard that Phil was a vampire and that Renee was trying to cut the cord, which is why she sent Bella to Forks. Which is interesting, but I don't see a little, I don't see it plausible, because I think Renee was just trying to get Bella to Forks. No. <laughs> I think, yeah. I don't think Renee ever had, like, I think the cord was cut with Renee and Bella, like, the moment that Bella was born. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. like <laughs> Renee was not a very good mother and kind of, that kind of forced Bella to like grow up really quickly. And, um, the, the reason that I don't think that this is plausible is because at the end of Twilight, she was saying like, you can just move with, with Phil, like you come back with Phil and I. And also they move, if I think if Phil was a vampire and they moved to Florida, which is like, Sunny. Sunny. Like, I think if she was, like, like we're you, moving to Alaska, <laughs> that would have been, like... Yeah, he he would be stri- restricted to only come out at night or when it's storming, which is kind of, like, stereotypical vampire. Yeah. Um, coming, like, because, you know, they're, like, the walkers of the night. So, 
it's it, I I think it's an interesting theory, possibly less likely, but um, it's a it's a it's a theory nonetheless. Yeah, I think it's I think it'd be interesting, um. But I also don't even I also don't even see like Renee like being. I just like I wouldn't want to tell her that I was a vampire because I just feel like she would make it about yeah. herself some way. Um, yeah. So Alex um, James at- says definitely the one about how Jacob was supposed to imprint on Bella. So yeah. Yeah. So yes. At right. suffering and silence type um, mood, <laughs> me <laughs> that Edward never really came back, and when Bella jumped off a cliff, she hit her head and ended up in the hospital in a coma, living with Edward, living life with Edward, and only in her world. So <laughs> similar to the other one about her, but the other one was her dying, yeah. and in her this one she's in, in a her coma. and this one she's in a coma. Would make sense because I have heard that people who are in comas, it's like. They have, like, it's, like, their own little life. Because their mind is, like, you know, trying to heal. So it's trying to, like, project these things. I like I uh, this theory, just like the other one about her, like, that she died and she was in her own personal heaven. Those two are interesting. I think it would be interesting if she was in a coma and New Moon was, um, and everything at the end of New Moon was all, like, from the, the, the saving to that was all... Um, yeah. Like in her coma mind. And then maybe she ended up like waking up. And Edward's like by her side. Yeah. Having come back after he heard. Um, and like, he was like maybe. never going to leave you again. And then that's how we get all of all of that. That's very interesting. I like yeah. that. Um, interesting. That Jacob should have imprinted on Ren- Leah instead of Renesmee. I think they would be so cute together, and they're both rude, so... <laughs> oh, my God. I also think that um, that it it would have been better maybe for uh, Leah and Jacob if Jacob imprinted on her, because then they wouldn't be lonely. Um, but I don't know. Um, I kind of want... I kind of want Leah to imprint on a vampire. Um... Same. Because I think that <laughs> I want her, I want her with like Felix, or I want her with a girl. I think I think it'd be interesting to see if they had babies because she it, right now where it's unspeculated whether she can or not because of her body heat, um, her body temperature. Yeah. But if it was vampire swimmers, that is resilient, and I think she would be able to handle the birth because of her like werewolf genes. Would she go? Similar to the fanfic that uh, Harris shared with us, would she phase <laughs> into a, would she phase into a werewolf to give birth, and that's how she's able to survive the birth because she phased into a werewolf. It is very very possible. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't. That interesting. That uh, fanfic that Harris shared with us is quite scarring. Yeah. Um. So, so I, there was uh I have that, that was the end of our comments, but we have uh I have some videos that um that I saved. While you're pulling those up, I want to talk about um the theory of Embry. Oh, go for it. So shout out to Twilight Sleuths at Cherish Denae's podcast. Um. Her first, I believe it's her first episode, which 
Um, totally go. She's so funny, Cherish. I love her and her podcast, The Twilight Sluice. Um, the first episode was, where is it? I want to make sure I know the title of it. It's called, Are You My Dad? <laughs> and so it is about the theory, which I want to discuss. It's the theory of who is Embry's father because it is a very, like, it's a very, like, complex theory because Embry's mom, what was her name? Um, like, Embry's mom, um, that's Leah, Embry. Um, his mom, Tiffany Paul, moved to La Push while she was pregnant with Embry, and she was of Macaw descent with no known connection to anyone in La Push. So Tiffany's, Tiffany, Embry's mom, was not from La Push. She was not of the, I, I, someone had corrected me on how I pronounced, um, Quilute, is it Quil, Quilute? Yeah, Quilute. Because I keep saying Quil, Quilette by yeah, accident, so Quilute. Um, she's not of the Quilu tribe. And so when she came, she came to them when she was pregnant. They all, they welcomed her with open arms. They allowed her to stay and have her baby and raise Embry. Well, Embry phases as part of, of, um, the tribe. Like when he is, I believe the fourth, fourth. Mm -hmm to phase because first it was sam then um paul then jared and then it was embry and so when embry phase it caused like this commotion because only only quilute tribe members had have phased yeah. and so him phasing meant that his father was of their tribe and then that goes into who is it so the theory is the the three possible contenders <laughs> of him being of their father is Billy Jacob's father Quill Quill's father Quillatera the um Quill's like the fifth so it would be the fourth yeah. and then um and then um Sam Sam's father what's I forget what was his name um what was his father's name? I I should have like bookmarked this. <laughs> um let me see. That's the family tree. Um Where is Sam? Joshua Yuli. Okay. So Joshua Yuli is also suspected to be Tiffany's um like, well, I mean, that he had a relationship with Tiffany and conceived um, yeah. Embry. Because it said that Joshua left Sam and his family. Like, he left the family and then went somewhere. And then it's like, Tip, and then short, like, several months later, Tiffany shows up. She's pregnant. And... It's suspected, did Tiffany come to, like, she came there because she knew that, you know, her son would have family there. And it kind of caused this rocket. And, like, Tiffany doesn't know that Embry phased. So she doesn't know. And he's keeping it a secret because he doesn't want to, like, I think, find out. Yeah. And also, 
it puts some heat attention with all of them because it's like Billy, you know, Billy was ma- Billy was married and his wife passed and so there's suspect that he is one of the half brothers to one of them. And and so I after listening to Cherish's episode, I and I agree with I believe I think Cherish had even said this. I agree that Joshua Yuli, Sam's father, is most likely the um is most likely Embry's father. Yeah, so then he's, and that he's, Embry is Sam's half brother. Yes. And because and so then I would understand if there's probably kind of like some tension between the two because it's like Sam's father left his mom, him and his sister, he left and then he get has this relationship with Tiffany and it's like if he left the family because he didn't want to be a father and didn't want to, you know, be a father anymore and then she gets pregnant, maybe she tells him and then he leaves again because he doesn't he left his other family, he didn't want to be a father and then she, he leaves her without any notice so then she goes to the push because she knows he's of cool Ute, and then she has Embry and then Embry phases because nobody knew who like she was and like but then when he phased it's like okay like, oh shoot yeah you it opens up a new can of worms yeah jeez Joshua Yuli get on your game <laughs> Exactly. But it, it's still, like, not in canon. Stephanie hasn't said. It's just theory. theory. Yeah. Okay, so this is one from a user on TikTok called uh, at Mia A. Kato's. Um, so I'm going to play her audio, and I have permission to use it, so... Conspiracy theories. Bella's a werewolf. Bella's resistance to the vampire's special powers is never fully explained in the books or the movies. She also has a kind of psychic shield that protects her from any mental attacks. And later on, she's able to extend the shield to protect others as well. Some have ignored this random ability, while others have speculated that Bella is actually part werewolf. This would also explain why Jacob would imprint on Bella's daughter. There's no indication that werewolves have imprinted on vampires or part vampires in the past. Her carrying that werewolf gene might provide a reason for Jacob's affection for her right after she's born. Vampires are actually fairies. Not only do the twilight vampires not sustain damage from sunlight, they actually sparkle and have special abilities. Some suggest that the vampires in twilight are actually fairies, citing their glittery skin and preference for living in the woods as reasons. In addition, a she is a creature found in Scottish and Gaelic folklore as well as in Star Wars. Vavon she has similar characteristics to a vampire and consumes blood. Given that werewolves and vampires exist in the same universe, it's not that far-fetched that other paranormal creatures exist here as well and are mistaken for other species. Make sure to follow for more. Thank you guys okay so there's a lot to unpack there the first <laughs> what the first theory was that bella is a has a part is part werewolf that that but that they just don't i don't know that she has a werewolf gene in her somewhere and that um that that that's why jacob would have imprinted on bella because in apparently they haven't imprinted anyone that's not in their tribe. Like they're all. I don't know. That was a little confusing. I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of a way of how it will work. Maybe through Renee or something. Renee's from. Forks. She's from Oregon. Or she's from. No, she Renee. Charlie's from Forks. So maybe Charlie has Renee- some hidden 
Yeah, Renee was. Renee was from. God, where was she from? I think she was. Because I remember it said that Renee had become depressed because she didn't like how, um, how, what is it? Oh, there it is. She's, she was born in Downey, California. So she was from California and she was passing through Forks and that's when she met Charlie. They kind of fell in love on a whim, got married, but then she couldn't handle how, um, how gloomy it was she missed the sun became depressed so yeah i would i I mean if it was on charlie's side then that would make sense especially because he's found his family from fork so maybe like long down on down the line and then the second part to that video was that the vampires are actually fairies makes sense maybe i think like maybe Okay. <laughs> I, could... I, I mean, I, 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 I think it's an interesting theory because, like, I mean, she explained it, like, fairies and how they sparkle in the sunlight and all that. Um, it could be they were derived from fairies. Maybe. And became, and became kind of more human-like. Because that, then... that is something that we've never seen in any, any other... Um any other stories that the vampires sparkle in the sun, not that they, like, burn or that they die or, yeah. you know. Um, S- Stephanie kind of just made them sparkle in the sunlight. Our <laughs> vampires are just going to be, like, regular. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of sticking to mythological, traditional. Yeah, that with... they would be able to be out no matter what. Um, huh, that was a very, um, someone commented that all just went right over my head. <laughs> Okay, that one was interesting. I so someone's saying that so Bella is a hybrid that they think that she has werewolf gene. Obviously, she's a vampire now. I think it's possible through Charlie, maybe, but it's I think it's like saying that like I have eighteen percent Native American in, in me, so I'm native. Native like that, you know, like that doesn't maybe down yeah. the line, like so way, 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 way down the line, possibly, but yeah. like. Does she? She's not like a werewolf, you know. Um. So this is another video. I think it's the last one I have because I didn't get permission for the other one, but or like they haven't responded to me. But this is the next one. Bella was nineteen when she was turned into a vampire. Let me explain. If you think about the timeline for Breaking Dawn, the wedding was August thirteenth and Bella's birthday September thirteenth, giving exactly thirty days between those dates. When they're on their honeymoon, there's literally a line in the book and in the movie where Bella says, how many days has it been since the wedding? And Edward says 14. Why? 14 days after August 13th brings us to August 27th. After Jacob hears that Bella's back, Carlisle tells him that they got back two weeks ago. Even if you argue that they got back on the same day that they left Rio, 14 days after August 27th brings us to September 10th, three days before her birthday. Multiple days pass between Jacob's arrival and Bella giving birth. Even if it only took three days, it would be Bella's birthday. Edward then starts Bella's transformation. Bella's transformation took two days. She was unconscious for two days. That would then put us at September 15th at the earliest. She was 19. Comment below what you guys think, but you can't tell me I'm wrong. Okay, so this is from... Wait, run that by me again? You want to hear it again? 
Yeah, I kind of missed the beginning part. Okay. Bella was like replying to my dad. Okay, let me play again. Okay, this is my. Bella was 19 when she was turned into a vampire. Let me explain. If you think about the timeline for Breaking Dawn, the wedding was August 13th and Bella's birthday is September 13th, giving exactly 30 days between those dates. When they're on their honeymoon, there's literally a line in the book and in the movie where Bella says, how many days has it been since the wedding? And Edward says 14. Why? 14 days after August 13th brings us to August 27th. After Jacob hears that Bella's back, Carlisle tells him that they got back two weeks ago. Even if you argue that they got back on the same day that they left Rio, 14 days after August 27th brings us to September 10th, three days before her birthday. Multiple days pass between Jacob's arrival and Bella giving birth. Even if it only took three days, it would be Bella's birthday. Edward then starts Bella's transformation. Bella's transformation took two days. She was unconscious for two days. That would then put us at September 15th at the earliest. She was 19. Comment below what you guys think. But So yeah, that's from user at Murray, like M-U-R-R-E-A-H. Yeah, I I agree. I definitely, because I think I we had talked about this briefly, that it kind of seemed a little inconsistent with the timeline. Yeah, we've how... talked about the timeline before. I think yeah. I made a whole so video think... about it on TikTok. Yeah, so I think that was a mistake on Stephanie Meyer, not, like, she, it just kind of, like, brushed over her head that she didn't realize, like, it had messed up. So, or, when like, Esme with was the born on what day? It says September 11th. And then Bella's, so, it said that her birthday was September 11th, and then Bella um i guess woke up um on her birthday the day she woke up on her birthday or the day after her birthday because then they gifted her the cottage house and she's all like i stopped aging three days ago so so that would have been okay th this i i can see her theory but this is why i think she was still 18 because renesmee's born Although it's, I think the books in the movie do a really, really good job of making those days that were so short. It says it's only seem long, seems so long, especially the movie, like all those montages. Like it's only been two days since Jacob got there, or Jacob got there, like September tenth, I think she said. Um, so they did a really good job at making those three days seem so long the montages just everyone just being like very moody and you know whatever i think that Bryn if the moment that renesme was born september 11th you know i think the moment that they start putting the venom on her the, we see it in the movie that the moment they hit her with the venom she starts transforming yeah so i think that that's and then her heart yeah that's why i think that her i, th I think that she was I mean, if we're trying to go, I mean, who knows what time Bella was born? Maybe she was born like right, like at eleven fifty nine p.m. on September thirteenth. So technically, she was not. I think. I think she. The moment that they put the venom in her and she started transforming, it stops like the. Yeah. Like that's when, like you know. Yeah. The only counter to this would be if you're go if you are visioning that. It stops when her heart completely stops. So then if that's the case, then yeah, she was 19. But if you're wanted to buy the venom going in, then she was 18. Yeah, and I think that she woke up on her birthday. That's what I think, that she woke up on her birthday. Because the next day, she that's when she was gifted the, the, the cottage. And then she was like, I stopped aging three days ago. Yeah. 
So, so Bella, she's kind of going off. Bella definitely of, yeah. sees, you know, like, I'm 18. And I, yeah, I, she I wonder, I say 18, you know? she If she was 19, she, like, was 19 for an Be hour. Upset. Like, <laughs> yeah. she was 19 for a couple of minutes, like, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, hmm, that's interesting. I like that. I, I That's a, it's an interesting theory. But, I mean, yeah, it, the, the timeline is a little, it's quick, but it, we have to understand that it's a supernatural pregnancy, so Occurrence. it's not going to be normal like you know like a normal pregnancy it's yeah. not gonna be because it was like jacob gets there and when he sees bella's she looks like eight months yeah. and so then within a couple days it's gonna be nine months you're ready to pop and that's so... because that's only that's only because people can go into birth at any point after like my cousin my cousin is pregnant right now and she's has five weeks to go so she's thirty five weeks pregnant. So she's just about eight months. She can pop at any time now. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the safe zone is like what thirty nine weeks, and then no, I think I think uh, I think they 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 base it based off of like how big your baby is. Yeah, but I because I know I when, think a safe is like thirty like thirty five weeks pregnant is like a safe zone for you to yeah. like because. Because, like, my mom's due date with me was actually, like, around September 13th, that area. That. But my mom my mom had a, like, incumbent cervix where her cervix wasn't strength enough to carry a baby full term unless it was stitched together. So it's like my mom went into the doctor once they termed her she was safe to have. They cut the stitch, and then I came out literally the next day. <laughs> so, yeah, it just... Because I think, like, it just depends on how healthy and how developed your baby is. Yeah, I think, uh, wow. So many interesting theories here. Um, and, and, you know, maybe we might even, I I mean, I think we're already nearing the end. I don't have any more theories in, in here, but... Um, well, except for the theory, we did talk about it previously, that the Voltori is going to start making their own hybrid children. Yes, and the theory that Felix and Dimitri have fathered Several, hybrid yeah. kids, and they just don't know it. Because they're, they they get around, I know it. Especially, especially... Well, could you especially, imagine okay. that those children that they father that are hybrid children are probably orphans right now because their mothers probably yeah. died? Yeah, and it's <laughs> like... Because, and also, it's like, I feel like, I want to say Book Felix definitely has fathered more. Because Book Felix was more flirtatious and more of a Casanova than Dimitri in the books. Dimitri was very, like, lean and polite and respectful and all that. But then in the movie, they made Dimitri look more of, like, the... Yeah. Um, t- yeah, so they kind of switched it. But they both definitely have fathered kids. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um... But we might even get to do a part two, just depending, because TikTok's algorithm is just wild sometimes. So sometimes videos will be dormant for a little bit, and then like a week later take off again. And so if we end up getting more comments or something like that, or if people want us to do a part two um, on our TikTok, let us know. Um, And we'll definitely, we can do a part two, because we read all these comments on here. Um, So if any more comments pop up, maybe we'll talk about it then or anything like that but 
Um, yeah, I don't think we we haven't done our recommendations or weekly reads in forever, but maybe we'll start those oh. next time. Um, my my weekly read is Illustrated Guide. If you have it, my recommendation is to. Mm, let's see. My recommendation is to start a t- group chat with your Twilight friends. Yes, make friends, plan, plan stuff. Plan stuff. We got we. I'll finally have a weekly read in the next episode because I am halfway done with the book that I have waited months to start. <laughs> um. And then I might do, or maybe I'll do Life and Death because... Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe uh, we'll do a Life and Death love. one because I'm like, I'm reading it little by little. But um, I think that's it for today. So make sure you guys go follow us on all of our social medias. We have um, Instagram at the Bite Podcast RR. We have TikTok at the Bite Podcast RR. Our Twitter is pod- at Podcast Bite. Um, our YouTube is the Bite Podcast with Raven and Ree. So is our Spotify Go follow us on Spotify and YouTube. Subscribe, do all the things. If you're into true, if you're into true crime and mystery, maybe check out our other podcast, yeah. which is the Very Eerie, Extremely Wicked, and Quite Spooky podcast with Raven and Ray. Yes, we have another podcast uh, where we do true crime and mystery. Right now, we're talking about cults. Um, we are on our fifth episode of that, and we'll be getting into season two. And just here in a couple of weeks, which is actually going to be a very, very long season. So that's probably going to take up the rest of the year. (laughs) Probably take up the rest of the year. So if you're interested in hearing about disappearances and cults and all of that, go ahead and go follow us on there. We have a TikTok and we have Instagram, um, the Extremely Wicked Pod on TikTok. But yeah. Check out our flow page too and check. Follow us on our personal socials. I'm at Life Size Coraline on Instagram and TikTok, and Raven is at Raven and Woods on Instagram and TikTok. Yes, please. Uh, uh, TikTok is just really weird sometimes. If you get spam liked or if you get like I don't know something, they every so often they review your followers, and if those followers haven't been active on your page or aren't or aren't active at all, they'll take down their account to like make room for new users because it's a huge app and so they need to do that sometimes so sometimes uh every once in a while you're like losing followers for no reason um even though like you have like active like like um people on your account but whatever just go have some fun with us on our tiktok accounts and uh chat with us tune in when we do our journey to forks because raven and i we're going to Forks this year, y'all. Yes, so you are. will get some awesome content leading up to the trip. You're going to see Raven and I meet in person. <laughs> yeah, we're going to try to do some and- vlogs on our on our YouTube channel um, where we put our podcasts. We're going to do like a compilation. So we're both like separately documenting uh, documenting our um, everything, like from buying Experience. our tickets and all that stuff. Um, I'm not gonna. I've reserved my ticket, but I haven't paid it off, so I was like not that exciting yet until I like pay it off in full. Like that's mine. Um, yeah, I'm halfway done paying off there you mine. Go. So and so our <laughs> next episode is gonna be on March 22nd. We don't know what we're talking about yet, but if you have suggestions, we will. We're open. Um, and you know, if also. If we don't, I doubt, I doubt we'll ever run out of topics in Twilight. But we also plan to go into other topics. We plan on going into 
um, Harry Potter, Vampire Diaries. I'm gonna try and watch True Blood so that I can check that out. So we're gonna we're gonna dive into other aspects of fantasy fiction and vampires. yes, and maybe we might even do like watch alongs or something like that, where we can watch the <gasps> we're each watching the podcast and then we're like commenting com com commenting on it. But who knows? Um, but that is it. This was such a fun episode. Um, thank you guys thank for you. your suggestions. Uh, we'll be putting clips up on TikTok and tagging you in them. So um, we'll see you guys next time. Peace out. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.